Wesh poppin'. We're back. We're back. It's been Hello. a little bit of a break. Yes. We tried. But life, life happens. happens yo. <laughs> it's a lot. Life really does happen. I like did too much. But also nothing at the same time. I think everyone's still recovering from Broccoli City. At least we were. People have done posted like two episodes since Broccoli City and here we are. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no. I had a lot going on, I think. Slash recovery. Recovering. Like, oh, yeah, I, I thought, I didn't think it was going to be weekends. that lit, but that ended up being just so much. That whole weekend was just a lot. Anyways. But we'll get into that later. So, let's get started. Yeah. Um, so. Pop culture. At the top of our list, I have Red Table Talk, which is Jada Pinkett Smith's new series. She played that really well. Like, Will well, got her to create an IG, but new. yeah, they it's just she like, been doing this like 2012. I was like, she because I've seen that like whole Red Table thing before, but I guess it's just like big and having guests and stuff now. I don't really know what changed about it, but it's on Facebook. Watch. Mm-hmm. So. The concept of it is, like, three generations, her, her mom, and her daughter, Willow, and just having real talk about stuff. So, the first episode premiered with her having to sit down with Will's first wife, um, Cherie. She was on Hollywood Exes, which had a real short start, but stint, whatever, <laughs> that show. But she was on the air. Um, and so, just them talking about the evolution of their relationship and how shit was from the beginning to now. And, like, they had the sit-down, but the way the show was done was, like, her daughter and her mom watching the sit-down and then talking about it. So, I thought it was really cool. It's very interesting. I feel like a lot of people, especially in this day where everybody seems to have babies, like, could learn from this whole co-parenting situation and, like, how to make it work. And, like, you just got to get past your feelings because it's about the kids, bro. It's not about you. So, yeah, I think it's every Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm not sure, but give it a try, guys. It's pretty interesting. And Willow, as weird as those kids are, like, they're very intelligent. Very intelligent. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. On another topic, Drago. Drago. Wow. Who the fuck is Drago? I don't know. Oh, Drake and Migos. I guess that's my remix of Drago. Um, have just announced that they're going on tour together. Um, that's all I got to say, but I don't really care. Yeah, I won't be there, but I'm sure it'll be lit. My friend literally just sent me the dates on, like... Instagram, so I'm like, does this mean you want to go? Do you buy the tickets, friend? Because the way my bank account is set up. But yeah, catch them if you dare, can, whatever. <laughs> and um, then. It'll be a good one. I guess. I guess it'll be a good one. To keep it real, like, I was leaving Broccoli City when Migos came on, so I don't really have much perception yeah. of them. I saw them. I mean, they're lit in concert, but it's really just like, once you see them one time, you don't need to see them again, because, like, they're gonna do like what was that first album they came out with? Uh, Hood Rich? No, I don't know. I can't remember. Names. Young Rich Niggas. That's it. They're gonna do all the old stuff. Hannah Montana, Emmett Smith, yada yada. And you're gonna feel nostalgic and be like, "Yo, this was a hit." And then they're gonna do the more recent stuff, and it'll get lit. But like, do we really need to see it again? Mm-hmm. Not really. Like, I'm gonna just listen to it on iTunes. But and I as much that. as I love like certain rappers, like. You, what you got to understand with rap shows it's just a lot of bass and you barely understand what's being said you just happen to know the beat so you say the lyrics in the background like it's not like a performance like a Beyonce show so you get what you pay for I mean whatever if I would go I just don't really want to pay for it so we'll see um, on the opposite end of things, <laughs> LOL, because supposedly they're no longer friends, um, Rihanna is still just taking over the world, this time with a lingerie line. Um, Savage by Fenty is the latest to come out of her, I don't know. Entrepreneurial yeah. lifestyle. Um, thoughts? Um, so I was up doing homework, and I was like, oh, this comes out tonight. Let me just, like, so I clicked the link and, like, opened it on my computer and it was like, you're in line. And I was like, I'm not staying in line for anything. But this was, like, an hour uh, before it even, like, it had, like, a countdown, but it was like, but you're, like, queued up, whatever. So I was like, I'm gonna just leave the tab open. So then when midnight hit, it was like, you're in line. It could take over an hour. And I was like, oh, no. Like, it's not that deep for me. But then it like literally like five minutes later it like pinged and it was like oh like you're in and went to the website so i don't know what all that was anyway so i went in and like she had some good stuff um it was kind of bait like she had like 
nude colored bras for like dark skinned girls, brown skinned girls, like the range was there. Like rather than just getting like a beige nude bra, she had like caramel, she had cocoa, like colors geared towards women Everyone. of color. Yeah. Like her makeup. And then um she had like some like night teddy, she had some bodysuits. And then she had like underwear and stuff. And the bras and the underwear were actually very reasonably priced, like thirty dollars $35 for a bra like I think she did like a three for 35 underwear something like that so she had some little like cute stuff going on um I did she did get me I bought a bodysuit not that I have a man or anyone to show it off for but I thought it'd be real cute with like some shorts or some jeans this summer so catch me in my savage by Fenty this summer but a lot of people did say that like oh it was basic or it wasn't as like bomb as everyone thought it was gonna be and I think Part half of it, I think, is because she had very regular people modeling these clothes. Like, if she had had women that are shaped like her and like actual models modeling these things, I think it would have been more appealing to a lot of people. But I think that's also not what she was going for. She wanted right. to be inclusive. What like, people don't realize is they are these basic people. They, they so do. this is how you're this gonna, look, gonna look on you. <laughs> like, like I'm confused. Exactly what's gonna look like on you. Y'all so be like, mad if it was somebody bad as her wearing it, and then you get it and be like, it don't look that it good don't look on me. Like, exactly. <laughs> and then part two was that like. All those like leather whips and straps and whatever that people be expecting yes. cost like two fifty. Like those things are bread, and everything on her site was under like eighty dollars. So like she kept it affordable for a reason, and that's why it wasn't like all the super. She probably could have done like the super creative and wild, whatever type stuff, but y'all wouldn't have been able to afford it, and then it just would have been sitting there, and y'all would have been talking about oh like. Sh- it's too expensive. I can't afford this. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I think she knows what she's doing. She did a good job to me. I think just her inclusivity makes people kind of feel like, oh, it don't look that great, but this is what it's going to look like on you. So brace yourself. Yeah. And I basically like, I mean, I was just seeing what stuff that people have posted or whatever on Twitter. I think that little, because a bitch like me loves a cute robe. I think the, the little, little robe, robe with, the with the fur. fur. <laughs> that, that's everything. Because I just got like belly vibes or some some movie. It is belly. Yeah. like first, yeah. And I was just like, this is it. Like, bitch, I will. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't buy it. Because at the end of the day, like, and people always say, because like I get regular waxes and people are always like, for what? Da, da, da. I'm like, but that's more of a comfortability thing. Regardless if I got a man, like my shit need to be right. But like with lingerie, I'm going to really just walk around in this for me. Like, nah. So I re- I can save that money and buy something else at this point in my life. But maybe one day someone will be deserving to see me in Savage or whatever other lingerie. You know. Everybody makes lingerie these days, though, because a friend of mine bought some from like forever or fashion yeah i mean everybody be selling like bodysuits and so the thing is Brianna isn't breaking into new markets she's just coming in and taking over markets that already exist like makeup ain't nothing new she killed it (laughs) and as much as people are talking shit about savage i'm sure her numbers look very well things were by the time and like it took me all of 10 minutes to get into the site by the time i got into the site like I really wanted, like, a nude color bra that would match my skin tone. It was sold out already. <laughs> like, it was already, like, pre-sale. Like, buy it now, and when it comes back, like, you'll be the first to... Or we'll ship it to you, blah, blah, blah. But, like, yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. She's selling. Y'all better stop faking. People just love to talk shit. Which goes into my do better later. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, yesterday, considering that we're just so late in life, was Mother's Day... Um, and per usual, everybody just got to see beautiful moms on the timeline. I hope niggas behave and wasn't trying to shoot their shots at nobody's mama. I was at my friend's graduation. He claimed somebody's mama winked at him. And I was like, I am in tears. (laughs) You need to stop. (laughs) No. But, um, yeah. So just shout out to all the moms and heavenly moms and all that good stuff. We appreciate you. Y'all, the real ones, the realest. Um... We're going to do that last because we have a lot to say, I'm sure. So, my girl Taraji just got engaged. Stella got her groove back, honey. He's and, like, and he's fine. He is literally like 12, 13 years <laughs> younger than her, but I am here for it all. And homegirl seems happy, so go you. Like, and nice little chocolate man. He, yeah, he, he could get it. I think we're closer in age. But anyway, shout out to Taraji. That's 
exciting. Everyone just seems to be getting engaged these days, and then there's me. So, <laughs> last, not lastly, second to last, um, Diddy has just created competition for himself with this new brown Ciroc, because personally, like, all I drink is brown. So, this is quite exciting. I just hope it tastes more like Duce and less like Henny, because let's be real, Henny, Henny is trash. Henny is gross. Um, we all drink it because it's Henny, but it's disgusting. It's gross. But... I recently got into the Syrah French Vanilla. That flavor is fire. Like, <laughs> it is so smooth. It's sweet. It's like, it's everything. So, I have high hopes for this. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know when the um, when it's supposed to come out, but... Hopefully soon, because summer is coming. People are trying to be drunk. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. There we go. See if there's a release date. But yeah, we shall see what happens with that. Um, okay, and then the last thing, which I said we'll probably have a lot to talk about. Um, hashtag spoilers. So if you haven't if watched you watch, Fast Forward, Dear, Dear White, white people. people. Yeah. Dear White Season People, Volume two. 2. It came out, I don't even remember when, because like I watched it very ago? fast. Yeah. Because my life. Um, where to begin? Um... Let's just take it character by character-ish. <laughs> like the see. show was done? Basically. <laughs> yeah. So Sam... I can't stand Sam. Oh. I don't know. I feel like I want to, like, empathize with her, but, like, a lot of things, like, that she was kind of called out for at the end, she does it to herself. Yes. And it was kind she of, like... very annoying in that the, way, And then, like, I think, personally, she's she, the kind of person... Her kind of person her character is, I wouldn't be friends with in real life, so maybe that's why I'm just kind of like, you're annoying. Like, right. in college, I wouldn't have been friends with her. Like, she blows me. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was cool. Kind of came, like... Not full circle at the end, but somewhat full circle. She had a she had a rough semester. Let's just call it that. Life like got real. It got real, but in a very sad way. Yeah, she does a lot. Yes, a lot, and it's always about her. Always, and like nothing in the world revolves around one person. That shit irks my fucking nerves to the fullest. So that that part of her and her constant annoying. battle with like I'm black, but I'm mixed. And, like, being ashamed of her white side. Like, her yeah. dad seemed like the coolest dad on the planet. And she was just so, like, she couldn't get over the fact that her dad was white. And I was like, that's get like, over it. That's <laughs> like, still your daddy. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, and I think she put so much pressure on herself. Like, nobody cared that much that she was mixed and that her Except dad her. was white. Like, that was a personal issue for herself that she just couldn't get over. And then it just, I don't know. Just Fun fact, did you that. watch that Breakfast Club interview? No. So... She's mixed in real life, but she was adopted, and her adoptive that. parents are both black. So in her mind, like she just grew up black, but I in real life, I think her her dad her is white, and her mom was like in the military or something. Interesting. And so they gave her up. So that's clearly like a real life thing. Well, she's feel like it's not like a real life struggle for her because in her mind, she's just like she's my parents black, are black. Yeah. So. But I thought that was interesting. But yeah, she just does a lot and tries to make everything about her. And like, girl, fuck off. There's other people in the world. That part of her is very annoying. Moving on. Joelle. I love her. <laughs> she's just great. I'm Joelle a- is like, she's like, not breakout star, but like, I've loved her since volume one. Like, I identify, down to the braids, like, I love me some Joelle. I don't think people understand, like, she's gorgeous. Well, she's intelligent. Yeah. She's just all around. Her character is a bomb person. So, speaking of her, let's. Let's put a question on the table. How would you feel about, like, Reggie? <sighs> I think Reggie <laughs> needed to find himself. But could you be with him knowing that your best friend had already been there? Regardless of if there were emotions involved. Because let's be real, on his side, there were. There were. On her side, not so not much. Not so much. I think it would take time, which it did, but I could probably get over it. Because, mm-hmm. like... It's not like, oh, my best friend was in love with him and then it went wrong type thing. Like, it happened. And I feel like at a school where there's a small... Like, even at Tech, people used to say, like, it's impossible to go to Tech and, like, kind of... Especially by, like, sophomore, junior year and not step on somebody's toes by, like, talking to somebody. Like, somebody's going to feel a way about you talking to this person or hooking up with this person. So it's kind of like... Right. Something you just learn to grow up with, I guess, or get over. Yeah, I ain't know about that one, bro. Like I'm, but like I've always been rooting for her and Reggie. Yeah, so, like, I was I here for. I was upset when Sam kind of like encroached in that because I was like, that was where Sam fucked up. Yeah, like, she like, was you messed wrong. up here. Like, yeah. But I also just like, so you fuck my best friend. 
And then the whole tap, oh my, that whole episode, like her episode just made me so mad. Listen. <laughs> like, oh, and niggas really be like that and they don't see it. Like, she was like, you have a conspiracy theory for everything. Yes. <laughs> that man was crazy. He was crazy as hell. And it was like, it was so subtle in the beginning and then just kept getting worse and worse. Like, like you tripping. Like, worse. And I wanted to root for him. I was like, yes, a black kid yes. in her class. Like, I was like, yes, Joelle, win. I'm proud Homemade of you. dinner in the, ca- in in the, the kitchen. Couch, I was like, like, this cute. I and like then it just went so downhill. <laughs> so fast. So fast. So then but moving on. Reggie saved the day. To Reggie. <laughs> so Reggie's up. So he's, let's discuss. First of all, Reggie's fine. Like, I think Reggie is still I fine. I think Troy's cuter. He's not my type. He's a, His I don't know. His body is everything. He has a nice body. I'll give him that. He's very attractive, but. And I, when I take the Troy character out of him, he just looks fine as hell. Yeah, he's too light-skinned for me. Reggie is it for me. <laughs> Something funny looking about him to me. I don't know. Like, he's cute, but it's like, some little off. And then his character. I'm really into, like, I like smart niggas. Like, he's a computer science major. Like, his character just really appealed to me. Like, if I was in college, that's the kind of guy I would go after. But that's not real Who life, knows so him in real life, right? <laughs> Who knows what he's like in real life? Um, but he was going through this He season. was going. I felt bad for him. He was like, fighting a lot of demons. And I was happy that Troy's dad kind of, like, stepped in to try and help him even though I was very skeptical about that at first yeah I was too cause when he was like so what happened to the cop and he was like it's being handled I was like so you really not on my side cause like if he was really down for me yeah then you tell me what was really good and so that when I did happen to see him on campus you know I'd be aware but you still being funny so I still didn't trust that all the way but it was cool it was nice that he like lended a voice to listen to or like a shoulder to lean on type thing so like yes that was a, yeah. I think Reggie came out on the other side, but it was rough for him for the first, like, five episodes. It was rough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, I Let's don't know. See. Moving into... Coco. Ah, uh, Coco's episode was so heart-wrenching. She went through a lot. And I don't, like, we don't want to give that away, because I feel like that was, like, a... That plot was at the end, just, like... I was like, wow, yes. like, this is your life. And then it was like, plot twist! Yeah. <laughs> But, no, Coco really goes through And I really like Coco. I feel like last season, she was, like, annoying, whatever, whatever. But, like, I feel like she's also kind of found herself second season. Like, she knows what she... I mean, she's always known what she wanted and, like, has been very, like, goal-oriented and all that kind of stuff. But just, she was slightly more, like, human, less, like, white pandering. I mean, they Mm -hmm. did call her the white whisperer for half the season, Mm -hmm. but... I think I honestly forgot her and Sam's backstory and the fact that they were I actually genuine friend. friends. And it's pretty much like the Troy situation that made them fall out. Because again, well, Sam's messing around with Troy and in Coco's mom, this is the nigga you know I've had my eye on forever. Well, it wasn't just that because it was, remember Coco was trying to pledge and they wanted Sam and not Coco. Yeah, so that true. was the, and that's then true. Troy kind of like was the nail in the coffin. The, yeah. Cause like wow, I already got these like issue like light skin dark skin issues, and then you go after my man too. Like, so Sam is actually awful, <laughs> which is what I said on the jump. Sam is not the best, but they always do that with the main character. Yeah, like make her so problematic in life. But yeah, Coco, everybody really went through this this season except for Joelle. She was just living like she had a fucked up nigga for a second but other than that like she didn't have nothing deep deep like everyone else nothing super deep other than that she was like still pining for Reggie and yeah but nah I'm talking about nothing Coco and Sam deep yeah nothing deep like that like life choices that need to be made here like um oh and Kelsey did we know she was gay I didn't I got caught off guard when that came out she was like I like women. I was like, do you? <laughs> Did we okay. know this? But I'm also, I'm glad. I feel like next season I might give her like an episode. It was nice yeah. to kind of see like the side. I think that's what I liked her. about this season more was like last season. It was like, if you're not Sam, Troy, Lionel, nobody, like yeah. there was nothing to talk about. Lionel. But this season they definitely gave a lot Other of smaller people. characters more of a story, backstory, yes. line. Really the damn like dog. That. Oh my God. <laughs> That had me. Oh like, did he, my did god! That? Did we? Did they no, ran out the window. Oh right, right. And, <laughs> and then, then they kept saw showing it. Yes, they saw it at the. Okay, yes, that was funny. But yeah, she. I was like, too many people 
seeing this damn dog to not pick it up and give it back to her. <laughs> Y'all all know she they missing all- her dog. Okay, that's all Kelsey been talking about. She's funny. Um, Lionel. Lionel also found himself. Love um, Lionel. He is so bit awkward. Love interest. Uh, what's his name? So the Spanish boy. That he always fucked up the name. Not him, but homeboy. Sergio? No. No. Uh, his name. That's really gonna me. bother me. I don't know. I was, remember I was talking about because I was like, yes. I kind of liked him at first because he was like the sassy gay, and then it just went downhill for him. Couldn't fuck with him. But yes, keep talking while I try to find him. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lionel had a little love interest. Um, he found himself another little Spanish boy. Yes. And that was real cute. I mean, it, there's a plot twist on that at the end, unfortunately. Niggas looking for love, and apparently <laughs> that's just not right. everybody's people are trash people are I mean he just wants someone to settle down with be comfortable with all that kind of stuff and but as far as Lionel's concerned I was grateful that I'm grateful that he has <laughs> Troy yes and like weirdly like, weirdly I'm like grateful for that friendship because Silvio Silvio that's Woo! it had to get it that's his name it wasn't as easy as I thought <laughs> <laughs> um Cause Troy really looked out for him in like yeah. little subtle ways, but like just like little things like building his confidence. Cause like Lionel's like a small, little, like like a nerd, just kind of erratic. But I think that also like subconsciously or subliminally shows just like straight black men being accepting of gay black men male yes. friends, and cause like. How many black men, you know, just going to go to a gay party just to, like, be like, all right, bro, I'm going to help you find your peace tonight. Like, so I like that aspect of it as well. Just showing, yeah. like, even though, like, with Troy, there's always an ulterior motive. Like, oh, a gay party going to be full of girls. Yeah, like, and he sure did find every right. girl at every party. So, but at the end of the day, still, like, he did it. And he's being a true friend of Lionel. And I think it's yeah. really cute because Lionel needs every bit of help he can get. He sure does. <laughs> My man don't know how to do nothing. Um, and then moving into Troy... <sighs> Troy's episode was like all over the place because like, his life is his, like his it was just his storyline was almost forgettable to me just because it was so like uninvolved with everything else going on like after he smashed the window he kind of lost himself and blah 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 but then it was fake deep at the end when he did kind of find himself and he was going on his journey oh, and he was talking mushroom. to his dad That's what, I was like what happened okay. and he was talking yeah. to his dad and he was kind of talking about how it hurt him that Reggie was talking about how his dad was there for him and was like, trying wow, to like my dad and he's like I don't know who he's talking about because he's like you just taught me to kind of use people and like not care who I'm hurting and it kind of reflected on like how he ended up using Sam just to get her BSA vote what do they call it was it BSA or BSU BSU Black Student Union yeah um to get like the BSA vote at anyways you yeah. know what I'm trying to say <laughs> and, and just and like even and like in the even, midst of that, how he like blindly took Sam from Reggie because Reggie was in love with Sam, but yeah. Troy was so focused on oh let me use her. Like it was just a and mess. then Coco, just yes, because she looked good on his arm and she Never knew how to talk to people. Never forget when Coco's wig fell off during sex. Um, we. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that moment. Oh man, but yeah, Troy was like forgettable, very forgettable. But I feel like that's an issue that like I don't say a lot of black men face sometimes, but like. I definitely I can see it because like I feel like a lot of black men kind of sometimes feel like they can't just talk to their dad like that about because they're meant to be strong and yada 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 and then they kind of see they don't see how they're like they don't see what they did wrong like it took Troy a long time and like a lot of like in retrospect looking back and and being like this is where I fucked up but when he was doing it it was like he just thought this is the way life works and this is how Mm -hmm. I get to where I need to be is by stepping on all these people and so it was kind of nice to see him find himself and realize and he actually apologized to like pretty much everybody that he had hurt at some point like because he was just like he didn't even I'm realize trash. that he was doing it like yeah. but he was like I'm a terrible person like mm-hmm. I hurt these people and I don't even know how to stop myself yeah so that was quite interesting um but yeah I mean overall it was a good season next I'm sure the first the way episodes, it, ended. it took me a while because I was like what the hell is going on like it was just so it was black dear black people or dear white people always get to me and like the they do a lot of flashback and a lot of like moving back and forth and if you're not paying attention 
Yeah. You're just like, where the what timeline? Where's the timeline here? Like, where are yeah, we? Yeah, that's one thing. I saw I could never get into how to get away with murder. It was too yeah, it got to be too much, and I was like, I can't. But I need to give it a chance. But yeah, and then like the way it ended, they're definitely expecting a season three because that was like yeah. a major cliffhanger. Cliffhanger for sure. Um, I think they got, uh, they got picked up for season three. So that should be... I'm not really sure where they're going with this. Though. Well, this whole secret society thing. Yeah. I mean, I knew that... Like, I was hoping they would kind of clear that up by the end of the season, but I guess that's the cliffhanger for yeah, season three. Season. But there was it was very heavily focused, like that whole secret society and whatever stuff that, that Lionel was, was looking into. intertwined in every episode. In every... Yeah. If you, like, look closely, it's in every single episode. <laughs> Brooke, was she trying to throw herself in? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Woo! So, yes, it was a good season overall. I like it. You should watch it. Definitely catch up. If you haven't watched the show at all, you should do that. You should try to find the movie first, because that was pretty good, too. I didn't like the movie. Really? Mm -mm. I don't know if it was, like, the casting, or... I think the series is a lot better than the movie. I think, I mean, obviously, it's different, because it can be drawn out more. Like, movies are rushed, in a sense. They can only put so much in two hours. Yeah. But, yeah. Watched it And, like, who was... Sam and the Tessa. movie. That's it. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So yeah, watch Dear White People. Let us know what you think. All that. <sighs> to do, do better. Better. Let's start with Tierra because I have a lot. So Tierra Marie, former pop star, former love and hip hop Hollywood star, whatever I you want to call her. I got myself a sponsor. Is that the song? No, that isn't it. She had a song that I was like kind of popular i'm trying to think of what everybody knew because my favorite one because it was just ratchet as hell i have no daddy around when i was growing up i think that That's might be the one everybody I'm knows i don't give a fuck y'all think because these jeans fit i give it up i hate you <laughs> don't let my cute face fool yeah it's funny though because like so tiara was like this big singing star supposedly her and rihanna came at the same time obviously her, rihanna, rihanna won Three of them. Rihanna took over the game. Um, then Tierra was actually on Love and Hip Hop New York when it first started. She was breaking up fights back then. And then eventually she was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, had this whole thing with Ray, Ray J, J, hot mess, struggled with her weight. If you look at old Tierra and look at Tierra now, like completely different. And then she always just dating trash ass niggas, which has been exemplified in the latest mess that has happened, where once again men feel like it's okay to just release whether it be pictures, videos, in her case, videos of women who clearly, I don't know, because not in all, in all, like, at the end of the day, people do what they want to do. So regardless of if this woman was really feeling you or this was just like, I'm feeling freaky moment, whatever, like, this is private and sent to you and niggas feel like it's okay to put it on the internet. But they fail to forget that in the state of California, revenge porn will put your ass in jail. So they really need to do better and stop just being so disrespectful. Like, if you're honored enough to be graced with a woman, like, doing these things for you, you need to keep that to yourself, sir. I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't get what putting it on. Which is, that's a whole other subject. But y'all got to do better out here because that's just so disrespectful. And it honestly makes you look like trash. Nothing about that is like, yeah, bro, that's lot. Like, no, you're a disgusting human being. And I hope no one ever does anything for you again in life. Next. The one that really gets me riled up. Like, that gets me riled up, don't get me wrong, but I genuinely care about this person, too. So, like, because we're friends. Cardi B. Everybody just wants to come for my girl while she's pregnant. And I think y'all need to leave her the fuck alone, okay? This is unnecessary. And granted, there are some talkable topics and some of what that girl will not, who I won't talk about. Azalea Banks. No, that trash. (laughs) There, like something she has some validity I don't even want to say that like you can discuss some of what was said to her but the way in which she goes about things is completely wrong and that's what anything in life your approach your tone all of that matters and nobody gives a fuck about what you're saying when you always just knocking people for being them like you always are coming out with some negativity and bitch what the fuck do you do like we know you for talking shit about people. I don't know your fucking music. Are you a singer? Are you a rapper? Are you trash? I vote trash because leave Cardi alone. I don't like it. Let her live. She is pregnant. You do not mess with a woman that is pregnant. Like you get nine months of a pass when you have a baby growing. That is a whole human being inside of you. You need to be focused on yourself, your health, and the health of that child. And people coming at you sideways for what? Bitch, my Cardi ain't said nothing about you in like forever. The last time she did was because again you started it. And 
and now like randomly granted Envy and Breakfast Club messiness, the ones that brought it up, which, like, you continue to, like, drag shit out and, like, say negative things. No one cares about you. Stop it. And leave Cardi out of it. That's all. Well, let's clearly feels away about all this. Um, I personally have, in 2018, discovered that I really like Azalea Banks. Like, she's super talented. I think she's great. She makes great music. I loved that little rhyme and beats or rhyme and poems movie rhythm and I don't know it was on Netflix. See, you know the name is sure, but it was good. It was mm. good. She's very talented. Um, is she problematic as fuck? Yes, but someone that's a Kanye stan, I'm used to my face being problematic. So yes, her tone could have been better. She could handle things a lot better. But I think at this point, she not that she doesn't know how to come at things any better, but I feel like. She's going to get negative attention regardless of how she says anything because people are always going to be stuck on, well, five years ago, Zilly Banks said this, and oh, didn't she once do this? And nobody really, like, people don't like her already. So, like, whether she said it, whether she has said with the utmost respect, I love Cardi B, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but X, Y, and Z, people still would have been like, why are you home Cardi B? Why do you feel the need to say that? Blah, blah, blah. She, and she made, like you said, some valid points in her statement, but whether she had said it in a good way, a bad way, she was going to get the same negative hate. So, like... I disagree because I think of it like this, and I always use the example as much as I hate it. Michael Vick. Obviously, my man went to jail for some shit with the dogs. The end of the day, you ain't never hear about my nigga with a dog ever. So, yes, we all still know what happened, but people don't point that out as much. Chris Brown. Hold on. Chris Brown beat Rihanna. Then, after that happened, he goes on acting a fool at Good Morning America, doing crazy shit here, fighting that person. So, people always bring up, you beat Rihanna. When you, like, yes, there are always going to be people who know and say, Virginia Tech, people always like, oh, ain't that the school that had to shoot it? Like, yes, that will always be a part of who you are. But when you do so much other they're like so far away from that shit people can move past it they might still be shady and bring it up every so often but at the end of the day azalea if you supposedly are this talented ass person if you shut your fucking mouth maybe people would acknowledge that and realize that there's something to it and you can have fans and like a genuine like love and support rather than all these people talking shit to you because all you do is talk shit first like just shut your mouth for five minutes let people realize that you can sing that whatever it is that you do and like yeah again they will always be the peanut gallery like well that bitch was saying x y and z about such and such but people will have a chance to appreciate your art because they hear that and not hear you running your fucking mouth i don't see that people don't let you go because people still do people don't let you go people People still still fuck with r kelly People still fuck people, with Chris Brown heavy. They let it go do. when they want people to. People fuck with Zilly Banks, even though she's full of shit. She ain't like, no real fan. I like her. You ain't a real fan. I'm a real fan. <laughs> you I just said 2018. Movie. 2018, which makes me a real fan. And I've gone back and listened mm. to her old stuff. I'm a real fan now. I fuck with her. But I think the peanut gallery never goes away. People are always going to talk shit. Right. Regardless of what it is that you do. And 10 years, you people can still be talking about how Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Stuff like that is never going to go away. So, at the end of the day, live your best life. My but that's motto, what I, I acknowledge what that. Want. But I'm saying you can be successful if you shut your mouth and, like, get far away from that. Yes, it still exists. But move away from it and create another image of yourself and do these other things. People always going to talk in life. Regardless if you did something bad or not, that's just going to fucking happen. That's the world we live in. But, like, if you out here doing so much that the talk is muted because people have so much positive to say... That, that shit gets ignored. Like, people still talk about Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce. Jay-Z still that nigga. People, like, it, all this... Kanye out here talking reckless. People still buying fucking Yeezys. Like, at the end of the day, it just, like, you just gotta change you. Like, do better, man. Don't come for Cardi. <laughs> shit, shut your fucking mouth, huh? I don't know, man. I like her, but... No. We'll see. Even if it wasn't Cardi, like, she comes for so many people. You came for a child. Sky was 14 years. Like, you just have something negative to say about everyone and then want to talk about black women this, black women that. Like, no, they're not for us. That's the thing. She made about... I don't think what she said... Your past actions don't always reflect... They don't negate the statements that you're making in the present. The fact that she came for Sky, she's done stupid shit in the past. Okay. Has she ever apologized for any of it? At this point, who cares? That's the that's also part of the issue, I though. I don't think that... Okay, well, I don't think that matters. 
the fact that she's done that in the past, it doesn't negate the fact of what she's saying as black women are this. You can't, it's not that like she's, oh, she's negative black women. All black women aren't going to fucking like each other. That's not, to. you all don't women have to. Are not, all people. All people are not going to like each other. So I don't but think don't the fact that she can't talk either. about women empowerment and black women in, in society, blah, 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 and every fight she's ever had with a black woman comes up, I don't think that's relevant. It doesn't make her anti-black, it doesn't make her anti-black women, whatever she said in the past. And some of the things she said, she has apologized for, and she's done interviews where she said, I was in a bad place. Place, I shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z, but that doesn't negate anything that she says in 2018 because we're in a new year. She's a new but person. But again, she's saying it, but it's still like in a spiteful way. You can't say these things and still throw shade in it and act like everything's okay. Say what you want to say and be respectful. That's all I'm asking. Whether it's Cardi or anybody else, be respectful at what you have to say. Don't come out taking shots at other people. That's not fucking necessary. But I don't think so. Win, you okay. don't have to say they shots. They said the question was, did you call her an untalented little rat, whatever, whatever? And she kind of laughed and said, like, yeah, but. I got the feeling it was like she didn't mean it and like she was like oh well I meant it more in the sense and then she clarified I don't think she said anything bad about Cardi or anything crazy she explained that she was like Cardi she was like if a black woman was to be what Cardi B is at this moment she would not be as talented she would not have the same backing she would not have whatever and Cardi took offense to that because Cardi you still can't write you still can't do these things and for a black woman black woman have to work 10 times as hard as anybody else to do this and the fact that she's out here popping and making music and everybody loves her because she's just so authentic black women can't be illiterate and be that popular it's not Fantasia was she Fant- couldn't read <laughs> that's different <laughs> I'm just saying like- di- and then she learned to read and when it found out that was a big like wow headlines Fantasia can't read right. she's illiterate blah 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 and it was such a big thing Cardi B's out here illiterate still making spelling errors still like you have okay, a whole but she, like, yes, team she, you she should do better write things that are crazy but people write that people fuck up they're there and there you're you're and you're every single day like people are just nitpicking at every little thing nitpicking she literally can sometimes she can't put a coherent sentence together and I love Cardi I love her personality wise at least I think she's great but like at this point your publicity team needs to clean that shit up because there's no way you can be this successful and still be claiming this. Well, I'm popular, so I don't have to learn how to do this and I don't have to do that. You look, it looks bad. And a, the, like the fact remains, a black woman could not be doing this and still have the same, oh, well, that's just how she is and she's just popular. No, bitches be out here calling her illiterate and calling her dumb and calling her all types of whatever. And it would, that would be the end of her career. So Beyonce? I still think Beyonce's illiterate, but it's fine. She out here flourishing. And she cleaned up. They cleaned up. Beyonce doesn't speak unless she's spoken to. There's a reason for that. If you watch her interviews from back in the day, Excuse she me. wasn't very, she wasn't clean cut. She wasn't whatever. And they cleaned that shit up quickly. And but I that's think that's part of her success. That's also part of the difference though. Like Cardi doesn't care to be that. She out here to make money. She's focused on the hustle but then and making money. Y'all that. are making the fame. We bring the attention. We bring the fans, the obsession, the X, Y, and Z. At the end of the day, Cardi is about her dollar. We the ones giving, like putting all this pressure on her as a society. And this is not just for her. This is for anybody in general. Like, yes, with fame comes this shit, but nobody really asks for this. We create it. Like, we as the, the audience create this. So how can we be mad when she's like, at the end of the day, I'm going to keep living my life. Y'all can keep being my fans if you want to. I don't give a fuck either way. I'm about my dollar. So that's up to us. So then we don't get to come back and be like, well, bitch, you stupid. You can't read. Da, da, da. Y'all cheering for her. Shut the fuck up. Like, stop cheering. It's not. I think it's just you want to see people do better. And I think, But you can't sense, want for somebody what they don't want for themselves. But I think that's so an let issue that because now go. it's, like she said, it's a caricature of whether Cardi wants to claim she's black, she's not black, whatever. That is the impression she's putting on is this ghetto, hood, rich, blah, 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 girl. And that's what her record label is pushing. And that's what people are eating up. The same way in Dear White People, how they had all those, oh, the Love and Hip Hop uh, parody, the Ayanna Fix My Life parody. That's what white culture is picking up as like, that's what they see us as. And Mm -hmm. if y'all keep pushing Cardi as this, oh, she's so great. And this is black women. And this is whatever. That is what they're going to eat up, and they're going to say, "Oh well, she speaks for y'all. This is who y'all. This is who you are, and that's not who we are mm-hmm. as a people. We are better than that. And so, if she's going to be this, whether she wants the fame or not, she's there. Whether you want it or not, you're that's that's your life now. You've accepted it. You've taken the money for it. That's you. You have to portray yourself in a better way than that because white people, they're laughing. They're not. They don't love her. They're laughing the same way. This girl's illiterate, and she's out here carrying. This is what black people this is what latinos are this is and that's not what black people and latinos are this is one person that 
is being pushed up as this is what everyone is and that's just I can't see it as that and if you're gonna be that person out there you have to do better for yourself I'm sorry I hear all that and I respect but at the end of the day it's not my job to be what y'all want me to be period Facts, but so that's just what it is. Like at the end of the day, it's not her job. It's but not, and it's not her responsibility. And this is not just for Cardi. This is not just for Cardi. This is for anybody. Like at the end of the day, I'm going to be true to who I am. Y'all can choose to accept, deny it, whatever. Have all this shit to say. That's your problem. That's not mine. I'm making my money. I'm happy. I'm moving on. That's just what it is. And that goes for anybody. Shit, fucking goes for Azalea. At the end of the day, bitch, you're going to keep burning your mouth. You're going to keep having your shit to say. You making your money. You living your life. People would love if you shut the hell up. People would love if you were nicer. You're still going to do you. You're going to make your money. And that's just what it is. I guess. <laughs> Clearly, I we agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> We've gone very far off. Very far off. But, but I know I had a lot to say At the end of the that. day, everybody's got to do better. Especially men, because... Anyway, yes, I just got bothered by that again because I looked down and saw her name. But yes, so that's it for this first two segments. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, Rockland City, quick recap since we haven't recorded since then. Rockland City was a good time. It was a fuck, it was a lot. Like, and I I don't know why, like, I've been to a music festival before. I went to Afropunk, like, I've done the whole, and for some reason, I thought it was like DMV is local. It wasn't gonna be as hectic as like some like I know Lex has gone to like Made in America, and like those festivals are huge. Yeah. It is like four or five stages, yeah. like just a lot of people. I was anticipating like, okay, Broccoli City only has two stages. It's an RFK parking lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's not gonna be that deep. This thing was a shit show. <laughs> Between the only way to get in to Broccoli City was you had to go in through the tunnel. Like had to be. A tunnel, and it was just literally like a huge crowd of people trying to pack in, and then eventually on the other side of the tunnel, it turns into a line. But by that point, you've already pushed and shoved and lost your friends I and just halfway. Like, <laughs> so that was already a mess. And then when you get in, that's like you get your tickets and do whatever. Can I tell you how I saw Kofi, and Kofi lost his ticket. He was like, he had it the pregame, and he was like, I don't know what I did with it. He was so drunk, and then he Always. was like. He was like, I can't find it. So he's like, I'm gonna just convince him. I have the receipt. This is like, bought the ticket, but like, I don't have. And I was like, okay, well, you why let me know how that. Why was on his phone? I was like, why <laughs> did you put on your phone? He was like, I wanted a hard. He wanted like a hard copy, so they mailed it to him. Anyways, so then Damn. I somehow run into him later inside the concert. So he got in. We're watching Cardi B on stage, and this man reaches in his pocket, and the ticket is in his <laughs> front pocket. <laughs> I was like, you are a mess. God bless. But anyways, so when you get in, the only um, way to get alcohol is to stand in line for the ID and whatever. That line is like, there's like four lines and each of them is like two miles long. So at that point, I was already like, I don't need to drink. I drank enough of the pregame. Like, I don't need alcohol. It's fine. Every single food line was wrapped around every corner just super long i think we stood in line or someone went to the front of the line for a little bit and they're like there's like no food they only got like two flavors left or they only have whatever like so eating and drinking at broccoli city was just kind of like a no yeah. like if you were hungry you were thirsty you were just gonna have to pass out because waiting in those lines was just not a thing at least for me like i could not do it yeah, so completely echo everything she said. We got lucky with the 21 and underline and, like, got through that very – or 20 – whatever. And got through that very quickly and got our drinks very quickly. But when it came time to eat, that was the most unorganized BS I had ever seen. I was just trying to look up because I don't know what year number – like, what year this is for Boxley City, how many times they've done this, but y'all haven't figured a better way for A this better way. just yet. Because that was absolutely ridiculous. And then the biggest downfall of festivals in general is bathrooms. Because your only option is porta potties, and for some, like I honestly, because I was so drunk at Made in America, I can't remember. But like, there was no type of lighting around the bathrooms at Broccoli. So when I had to pee and it was pitch black outside, your girl was struggling in that two feet of space. I had to turn the flashlight on on my phone because you know you got to make sure them shits can get foul. So I wanted to make sure like I wouldn't, yeah. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. But I literally did not eat. One part of my group was a little too intoxicated and went home early. We called them, was like, "Y'all need to order some pizza because when we get back to the house, we need something to eat." Like this is od, and I just don't understand. Like for me, unless somebody I just absolutely loved, i.e., Frank Ocean, was on the lineup again, 
I don't feel the need to go back. It was fun. It was a great weekend. Like my friends came to town and it was it was just a good time. We showed our ass. Um the night before <laughs> we went to Ozio's and security started fighting like one of the people in the party. That shit was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't say I would recommend broccoli, but I recommend the weekend in itself, like be the around for the a, shit. Yeah, it was it was a lot going it on. Was fun, it was fun and it was it was a good time. This is the first year ever, I think anyway, that it didn't rain. Like weather was beautiful until the sunset. The and minute that the wind sun went started down. blowing and it was like drizzles of rain happening at night once the sun went it down. It was like the it Arctic. never like poured. <laughs> But it was free. That's why we left. Because we left. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't I do tried. it. I'm out like, here, like in a tank. I had on like jeans, but it was still just freezing. Like the minute the sun went freezing. down, it was like there's no other way to describe it. Yeah, was, it was. Cold. It was like a fall night. Like it was bad. Shit, maybe a winter night. And nobody <laughs> was dressed. Everybody was dressed for what it was early because it was hot all yeah. day. Like people were like in shorts and tank tops yeah, and naked, like basically. And that sun went down, and it was like, oh, you thought this was yeah. going to work. So, like, we left after Cardi, and we listened to Miguel outside the stadium from <laughs> where we were waiting for our Uber. So, that was nice. Oh, was- also, fun fact, for everyone that had, like, I was trying to do a poll of people that had been previously, like, what kind of schedule they run on, da 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 Everybody was on time except Cardi. Like, literally, the entire show was maybe five, ten minutes behind, if that. Like, there was never this, oh, a whole hour late. Cardi was literally the latest one, and I think she purposely did it because she kept her short, her set short as shit because her ass was tired, I guess. Tired I as hell. <laughs> but I got last she said, you know, just play the song because right. like, I got to go. She was like, I can't do this. So, are you talking too much? Like, <laughs> so, but literally, like... And then Migo, like Miguel, I didn't pay attention when he came on, but I felt like it was generally on time. And Migos was like maybe 15 minutes late. But generally speaking, like if you wanted to see your person and you showed up an hour later, you missed them. Like I yeah. was very Because a lot of people missed her. A lot of people missed yeah. Daniel Caesar. They were, like, or they were like, I was online when they were on stage. Yep. So like, I didn't get to see them. Yeah. But And so I was actually very pleased with that. Like my friend was pissing me off because Cardi was so late. He was like, yeah, like, she might be having a baby. She's not coming nowhere. She's oh, not coming. I was like, that is the reason I am here. Shut the fuck up. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was cool. Like I said, I'm not, like, rushing to recommend it to anyone, but it's a good time. Yeah. The line. Glad I did it. Like, yeah, I've done it once. Will I be there again next year? It's questionable. I probably could find another shindig during the day, another day party to go to and have just as good of a time. So, yeah. That was Broccoli City. Turn up, 2K18. So finally, moving, moving on, on to our topic of the day. Um, yeah, so... Speaking of marriage, <laughs> you ever say he's getting married to Raji? Yes, to Raji. Everybody and their mom getting married. And we can't even say like, oh, I can't believe everybody's getting married because we are in the age where... People are ready happens. to get married, that I guess. Happens, yeah. People get married, people have kids. I don't like, know. in my head, I'm still a child, so. It's not that I'm a child, I just don't have a man, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it just doesn't seem right. To doesn't me. seem plausible? Yeah, it's not um, realistic. But mad people out here just getting married. Just um, the question. Ready to be married. So, I guess the question, let's start with how long should you guys date before you get married? Which is a very subjective very, question yes, very like open-ended very because everybody of course has a different opinion but like let's talk personally first when for you do you think when do you think you might know someone enough that you're like yes i want to marry this person oh god eek <laughs> <laughs> i honestly have no because in my mind i'm about to rap for no reason but like in my mind like the person that i date and possibly marry whatever would be someone that I, like, have had a friendship with beforehand, like, just in general, just because I feel like that's the only way I'm going to meet someone. I don't know. But, so, there's, this, like, this window of when we were friends, then this window of when we were dating, then engaged. So, like, in that aspect, it could be, like, five, six years. Like, you know, when you think about all that, like, actually being in a relationship with... I don't know, because I'm also weird, and not that this is a requirement, and many people are, like, low-key judgy of this, but, like... I kind of want to live with you before we're married because you see things completely different 
when you live with somebody versus like, oh, we spend a week together here and there, or I stay at your house this time and that. Like, I just feel like it's completely different. And I, given my roommate history, um, I think it's very important to know how we would get along under one roof at the same time together. So, to answer the question... I definitely think it's a year's behind my answer. It's not like a oh, month thing. It's not a month thing. And it's not a year thing. I think it's a couple. I think personally, I think, how do I want to word this? Right? It's so hard. I think <laughs> you could know that you want to marry somebody in a couple months. Yes. Yeah. But actually like settling up to this man proposes to me or whatever, it would take some years. Like at least like. I would say, I could say within one year to two years for me, I could see it being like, we know, and I don't even want to say we know each other because Mm. life changes, people change. You could know somebody and marry them and five years later, they want to be somebody completely different. It happens, but you feel comfortable with the person as they are at the moment. You want to marry them. I think it would take like a year or two but you could know after six months that like it could be a conversation like yes I would like to be with this person for the rest of my life I put that in quotes because life happens but um I would say about like two years one to two years but okay now would you let it be like five years go by and y'all still dating and we still doing this like oh that's babe or like just my boyfriend with me that it's just like it's weird to say that because it's like I'm already what 25 about to be 25 so like and I there's no one in sight so <laughs> if I were to meet someone like next year the year after that's 26 27 five years from now we're looking at 32 33 we still ain't doing nothing like but I'm having my kids so it's 30, all about so. perspective because if I started dating you at 17 and you don't propose until we're 25 like that that's like, a long time but it also makes sense makes because sense, we're yeah. older we're hopefully in our careers hopefully you know some sort of stability like don't get me wrong 25 shit's still fucked up like there's a lot in life to figure out a lot but like you're further along than like in college or in high school so it's all about the timing of it too so like but speaking for where i am this moment in life if we've been together five years and there's no no discussion no like it just doesn't even seem like this is something you're interested in it's kind of like so what are we doing because lex i can tell you one thing it's for sure is lex wants family and not just like a kid she wants four so (laughs) like that can't it can be because janet had a baby at 50 but like ideally that should not be happening at like 47 so which sucks for women because that's why women get so caught up on timelines of things because they hate when guys like, be like you can't do, move your you can't live your life on a timeline I'm yeah. like women actually have to and they're like well science is this and my mom had me at 45 and I'm like you think she wanted to have you at 45 no I'm sorry I'm sorry to break it to you like my mother always says kids are for the young because you get older and that shit it's a lot of work the way like, my mom raised me is not how she raised my siblings because she's yeah. tired she literally just she can't do it like right and don't get me wrong, like, I, it's not even for me about, like, natural, like, ideally, I would love to have a child of my own, but I'm super open to adoption and would love that as well. And so, like, it's not that, oh, my biological clock is ticking. It's also literally just my energy level is ticking. Like, motherfucker, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I want to be running around with a two, three-year-old at 50. I want to be lot. in my 40s and, like, 40s going on 50 and, like, my kids finishing up Fresh college, up. like... They pay for me to go on vacations. Like, hey, friend. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I just, I'm not trying to be 50 with a 10 year old. I'm sorry. I, I can't. So it, so I guess then that comes back to like our question of like, which you kind of just asked, is there an expiration date on like you being with someone and saying like, all right, bro, so is you going to do this or not? I think in our twenties, the most I could give you for dating three years. And even that is kind of like, if we're dating for three years, our wedding needs to be like within the next 12 months. Like, okay. there's, <laughs> she's playing no games over I, Cause I feel like time, like you said, time is ticking. And like, I just, I don't want to be like 
30 something because like even my mom and my aunts now when they see me it's oh Yenny where's your husband where's your boyfriend like they're looking because they're like don't be like this aunt that's 43 and she didn't get married because she was picky or this guy couldn't do this or x y and z and it's like I don't want that to be me I don't want to be 40 something and I'm still single and I'm still living my life by myself like no I don't want that I want a family I want a husband I want like I want these things so it's like I guess it needs to be like it would be a not priority, but the most I can give you in my 20s is three years. Because after three years and you're not trying to marry me, like, I'm sorry. It's just, it can't. <laughs> but then there's this whole thing of, like, starting over. Would you be willing to do that and have to go through another three years with somebody when you maybe could have just waited another year and a half for this person? So that brings me back to, I think, I don't know if we talked about it. I had a screenshot and it was like, um, men don't marry the love of their lives. Yes. They marry right, who's that. more convenient. Yeah. And it's like, I think that is a lot to be said. So I feel like after doing three years with somebody and they don't want to marry me or they, whatever the issue is, I feel like the next person, we might only date for a year and we get married in the next because it's like, at this point, I'm ready to be married and I found somebody that wants to marry me. And so you might not be the love of my life, but like you're ready to settle down and do life with me. And yeah. it happens. Like, that's why people are like, oh, my ex, like, we were together for five years, and now she's getting married next year, and they're like, how does that happen? It's like, because this person was ready to be married, and they found somebody that was willing to do that with them. Like, she must love him enough that it's like, we're on the same page, we're on the same, in the same place in life. Like, I just, this is what I want. And they're, people are always going to find what they want. Like, um, Jeannie Mai. I knew that, because that was in my head. <laughs> that she didn't want yeah. kids with her husband, and they broke up, they got she's divorced, and it, a couple months later, he's expected with his new girlfriend. And it's like, what you won't do for somebody else, somebody, somebody else will. Like, he wanted a child. He wanted a family. He found someone to give that to him. Whether it takes a year, whether it takes two months, they're going to find that. So, I mean, timeline is really, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just such a feelings person. That crushed me. <laughs> like, that wasn't even my ex. And, I like, she always tries to be super. Like, I knew this is the way he wanted. Like, I told him to go. Did it. But bitch, that had to hurt. Yeah, like, to you. Because you're thinking, like, I spent all this time with you. Investing we, in you. Yeah, we just you. had this whole everything, and you just dropped me and went and made a baby. But, like, you, like I mean, that's it's both sides of it. Like, at the end of the day, this is what he wanted. He knew he wanted a child. So, like, he's in a happy place, and, like, I should be, I don't know. That shit hurt me. <laughs> it would hurt for sure, but at a certain like, I don't know. I think it would be... That, that it would hurt me. It would hurt more if it was like she couldn't have kids. Yeah, oh, for sure. But the fact that she didn't want children makes me kind of less like, okay, like, I don't even know how you guys got married without this being a right. conversation in the first place. That's because what I was say. That kid's thing. Like, people are so convinced that, like, we get married, I can change their mind. If you tell me today you do not want children, and I'm sitting here telling you I want four, goodbye. I have to we have nothing to do. Like, this whole changing another. people. And I don't what? want you to fake convince me that maybe you could change. No, I need you to know that kids are in your future yeah. because. I want them, period. <laughs> like, and I don't want just one. I hated being an only child. So, like, I that's one of those topics that it's like, like you said, how did y'all get married? Yeah, yeah. That's something <laughs> how did that, we get to this point? I, I don't want to call it a first date question, but, like, that's something that needs to come up early on. Like, yeah. somebody that doesn't want kids or doesn't want these things, like, it's not a match then. I don't, I don't get Sidebar, it. Sidebar, because the vision just, have you been watching Jane the Virgin? I've caught up on the season, yeah. No, the season has ended. It's all on Netflix now. Yeah, no, no. I watched I watch it. I watched the season finale when it came on. With, you say it first, because I've seen it, but I want to make I sure. I remember. It was what a happened? huge, like, wow at the end. But I really don't want to say it if you haven't. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, 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 yes. The um, ex-boyfriend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Girl! I was in like, here the other day. I was like, sitting like, what the No, I went to my mom and, like, I was, like, yelling at the team. My mom was like, what are you yelling for? I was like, Girl, if you knew, knew. the, if you knew the storyline. Ooh. Yeah, no, that really took me for a loop. So I'm like, I knew it. it. I, I had, a, I don't know why I had a feeling, but I, I was like, I know this nigga comes up too often for this nigga to be dead. Yes, like that was that. I'm sorry, I got completely. I, I literally just had a vision in my mind <laughs> of that, and I was like, wait, Yenny watches this. Woo! Anyway, yeah, back to is a great show, y'all. Yeah. If you don't watch it, you should. Four look seasons into on it. Netflix now. That's a good bit. It's a good one. It's funny. It's it's dramatic, very dramatic. Telenovela, all that, but I love it hilarious but back on topic i'm sorry about that um yeah so i think we're just at this stage of life what i call the quarter life crisis um where everything is just being looked at differently and so much is going on around you with like your your peers and like 
fucking just Instagram or whatever in general, and you're like, wow, like people are really doing this marriage thing or wow people really out here having babies like it's just so much happening so fast that you kind of start to like subconsciously put a timeline on things for yourself too because you're just like well like to get the ring i need to at least have someone to date to date exactly like so it's definitely it's i i think sometimes our surroundings can put an expiration date on things for us that we normally wouldn't have put there, but it's like, well, I got to keep up with everybody else. Not saying that that's right or that it's wrong. Like, people are welcome to do what they want to do. But it's a very interesting place to be in life, to say the least. Very. <laughs> like, how people say we either doing this or we not. Like, in your 20s, you really, people just like, I think we're moving more, less towards like a, I want to play it. Because dating is exhausting. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a fun thing. Like, some people like it. I don't find dating fun. I literally going on dates with new guys, I feel exhausted having to get to know him and like tell him about myself and just, I don't know. Dating for me is just like, I'd be tired and people would be like, oh, let's go on a date. And I'm like, do we really have to? Uh-huh. But I'm like, I'm not going to get married by not going on dates. So <laughs> here we are. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's a either we doing this or we not. Like people don't have to be playing games anymore. They trying to get married and have kids and settle down and if you trying to waste my time then what am I doing <laughs> some people I would say like sometimes I like to play still I still am in the sometimes it's it's really a hit and miss like sometimes I'm okay with being casual and sometimes I want something more it really depends on the day of the week um <laughs> Somebody could ask me tomorrow, what do you want? I'd be like, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just kind of taking life as it goes. And next week, I could be like, yo, I want a boyfriend. I don't want to be going out anymore. I want to lay up in the house with my man. Like, it really is just, it's hit or miss. But long term, I think, not everybody, but personally, I want a husband. I want kids. I want a family. So at 23, future husband, if you're listening, like, (laughs) hit (laughs) hit me up because, like, we could get this thing moving. We could start dating. I got some houses I'm looking at. Like, we could co-sign on our house together. Hopefully like, it's not in Frederick, Lord Oh, Jesus. God, no. <laughs> I've already... Listen, I, that's not even, like, an option. People... It's funny, because I'm in D.C. and, like, in the DMV area so often that it's literally, like... People forget that I actually live in Frederick. They'd be like, where do you live again? I'm like... Far. I'm like, far. Yeah. And they're like, why are you always around here? I'm like, because what am I going to do in Frederick? Like, I don't have any friends out there. I have, like, one high school friend that still lives out there. Like, and even she'd be in other places, too. Like, there's just nothing. It's a very suburban, family-oriented type place. So, like, I'm just never there. And then I work down here. So, like, I just stay after work and just hang out. Or, like, I'm so used to coming down here. Like, I don't even make plans in Frederick anymore. Like, for what? (laughs) But, no, I'm ready to buy a house. So, start savings. My savings is looking right for a down payment, y'all. So, future husband, get your shit together. I know some realtors up here. I know a couple of them that help you buy your house. But actually, looking for a nice little condo, PGDC. I'm trying, guys. But it would be a lot easier if I had a husband to help me. You know what? (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) And on that note... Let us know your expiration dates. And How long would you... That's what we want to know. How long would you date somebody before you're... At this expect, age. At this age. Yeah, at where you are about, right now. Yeah. Before you would be like, I'm expecting a ring. I'm expecting a whatever. Whatever. And let's... Let's call this after college because most people don't get married until after college anyway. So, like, if you've been dating since um, your freshman year of college and you're like, oh, well, it's been five years, six years since we've been together, but we've only been out of college for two, then I personally, I would call that two years because it's been two years since you've Two been, years towards your timeline. Not yeah. two years we've been together. Nigga, this whole five years, you better be asking right. <laughs> but two years of your timeline. Of your you. timeline and we're stable and I'm now expecting a ring. So, yeah, let us know. And lastly, we should wrap this up. We've been wrapping. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of my thoughts. My corporate shorty. Voice. Oh. Uh, Let's see. Do I have one? I feel like I'm gonna just say, um, for people that don't have jobs, even people that have jobs and that are looking for other jobs, job hunting is exhausting. Uh, Whether you have a job or not, I have a job, 
and I'm still job hunting and like interviewing is exhausting applying for jobs is exhausting and like I'm a terrible interviewer let me just put that out there I think a lot of people look at me and they see I'm very confident and whatever whatever I am like a child when it comes to interviewing like I go into I'm a terrible test taker so I feel like that's what an interview is it's a test what do you know can you answer these questions can you do x y and z and I'm terrible with that kind of stuff. Like, I just... every I walk into an interview, everything in my mind just goes blank. So, with that being said, it's exhausting, but a piece of encouragement, keep applying, keep interviewing, whether you get them or not, you're going to see a lot of rejection, there'll be failure, but when you get the dream job, the job that you want, you'll look back on the process and you'll be like, I'm grateful to have gone through this and grateful that I am where I want to be now. So... Yeah, that's my piece of advice. Just don't give up on <sighs> your corporate life, whether that's what you want to do or not. Create the job yourself, man, because this shit blows. It does. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of like a full corporate shorty. I think that's a good note to end it on. That was very insightful. Um, it's been real. It's been real. We'll catch you guys next time. We'll be back at some point. <laughs> <laughs> can't give you an exact date, but summer is coming. We, we on moves, but... We'll catch you guys later. Deuces. Bye.